Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. As always, it is your boy, DJ Billy A. And across from me is my man, 50 Grand. Why don't you tell him who you am, my friend? What's going on? It's your boy, Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Hey, Scotty, I'm being on. How you doing? How you doing? Not too bad, huh? All right. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Forget about it, okay? Hey, good news. Yes. I'm here this week. I love it. I did not get skinned and hung by the females <laughs> after last week. You didn't get run out of town, huh? I did not get ran, run out of question. Yeah. Ran out of question? Ran out of town because of the question. Yes, yeah. They didn't string, get a rope. Yeah. String them up. New York City. Yeah. <laughs> no, it didn't happen. No, you're good. We're still here. We're yeah. still living. The girls were like, how can you say that? How can you say that you can't be best friends? I said, here's the thing, man. Yeah. I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> and man got needs. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we see your pretty little face and that beautiful body, and we're like, I need a piece of that. That's <laughs> what we do. That's what That's we do. What, it's, how, it's how we roll. That's what we do, man. Well, you know what? No, I've always wanted, one of the things I've always wanted for this podcast, whether we're talking about relationships, movies, music, is I want it to spark good, honest conversation. Like, when you and I are talking, I want that ins- to inspire someone else and to spark their their interest in it and and give us that feedback whether it be reaching out to you on the phone or me on the phone or commenting on our social media because what that in does in turn gives us another angle there's a lot of angles that we may not come at something with or we may not have even thought of that you might give us so if we start a conversation that sparks your interest and then you comment and give us another angle, give us another idea we never thought about, then we can go in that direction and attack it from that angle and just continue the conversation. It's like you're joining right in with us. 
it's been always one of my biggest goals for the show is I want people to get involved. I want this to be, uh, I don't know what the right word is, hand, a hands-on podcast. I want, I want our listeners not only to listen, but to jump in and get involved. The more feedback that we get, the longer the conversation can keep going and uh, the more episodes we can get. So basically what we're using you to give us content because we're lazy. That's what I'm saying. No, no, that's not it. I just want I just want to know how you feel and I want to know other angles. It's when we get feedback, when we get it gives us a chance to not just be us. Yeah. It's the 209 Pod Squad, it's family, it's other people that are listening. Your values, your opinions, your thoughts, your you know, whatever are important because it's not just you and me sitting on mic by microphone arms. Right, right, right. Right? Arms, it's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not stands. Yes, arms. Uh it's it's us being talking with people. Yes. We don't want to talk to people, we want to talk with people. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And I think that's where where that that's where feedback and what do you think and people going, "Hey, Savage, you're a fucking idiot, dude. You're wrong." Yeah. Right? I mean that doesn't happen, but if no, it did, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there's been times where people are like, "I don't agree with what Scott's saying." He's yeah, yeah right. right, sure. Oh, and me too. I guarantee it. Yeah. yeah. And if you were like Scott, you're wrong. I'd be like, Bill, wrong. Yeah. I did. <laughs> hey, wrong. I, I didn't care for the Yellow Wolf. Uh, which one's the compilation one? The Trans Am. Oh, uh, which one? Wait, what's the one with Trans Am on it? Slim Mafia. I didn't care for the Slamafia album. I had people tell me that tell you that I was out of my mind. Like that that's a great album and that I said I preferred the Yellow Wolf compilation with uh the, the one he did with DJ Muggs better than the Slamafia album. And most people wholeheartedly disagreed with me because the the Slamafia is more current. It's a little more club oriented, it's a little more fun whereas the compilation with Muggs, Mile Zero is a little more boom bap, a little more old school, a little more reserved, a little more laid back. And I had people reach out to you and tell you, or I didn't have people reach out, you had people reach out and tell you that I was way off base. Or what about you and I talked about streaming versus uh, going to the movies and how, how much was streaming affecting movie ticket sales? Uh, and, and we had talked about when we did our review of The Suicide Squad, we talked about how it had a poor showing, a very poor opening weekend. And I had mentioned everyone I talked to saw it at home. They didn't opt to go to the theater. Well, Mad Cyclone reached out to us on uh, social media. Right. And he had said, listen, I really wanted to see it, but no one else in my house did. They had zero interest. And I don't go to the movies by myself. So yes, I watched it at home. I think he probably would have preferred to see it on the big screen, but he doesn't want to go to the movies and, and sit there by himself and watch it. And that was an angle I hadn't even thought of. When you and I talked about streaming versus going to the movies, we were just like, yeah, you know, there's some people who just don't like to leave their house, their homebodies. They don't like the sticky floors and the kids yelling in the back and the people on their cell phones. So they're never going to go to the movie. They're always going to pick streaming. I hadn't even thought about the fact that, well, you know, there's a lot of movies you might want to see, but nobody else gives a shit. So you're not going to go by yourself. I can count probably the number of times on one hand that I've actually been to a movie by myself. I've done it, but in, in the last four or five years, maybe five times, I, I'm trying to think, you know, if I've got a couple hours to kill or my wife's out of town and nobody's available, I've caught a couple matinees on my own, but it's rare. It's very rare. I watched The Suicide Squad 
at home. And that's probably not one my wife would have been into. She's not into the very like over the top violent, like the the blood and stuff like that is a turnoff to her. She's not into that. So that's one I probably, if I had gone to the theater, unless my son was around, I would have had to go by myself. So that's an angle I hadn't even thought of until Mad Cyclone brought it up. And I think it's a valid point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm with you, man. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So There was a long time, even though I was in relationships and then I was single where I wouldn't go to the movies by myself. Right. I would be like, if I'm going to go to the movies, I'm going to go with somebody. Sure. Absolutely. And then I had several people be like, I like, I prefer to go to the movies alone. Okay. So I can just be me and, and then, you know, do what I need to do and watch the movie and not have to worry about people talking or whatever. Right. That kind of thing. And I'd never done it. And I don't remember the first movie I tried, but it wasn't that long ago. Maybe five or six years ago okay. before I finally did it. Yeah, but yeah. Now, now it's pretty routine. It's it's very rare, but I have I saw The Joker. It uh, was one my wife had zero interest in. My son wasn't around. Um, so I, I caught that one by myself, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Um, what's another one? Uh, John Wick 2. My wife had, uh, had a ladies' night out. My son wasn't around, but my wife um, needed me to pick her up. She needed a designated driver. So she said, look, we're, we're doing this like it was kind of like a beer. What are those beer crawls or beer? I don't know. Pub crawl. Pub crawl. That kind of a thing. But they got on like this thing where all the ladies pedaled bikes up and down downtown Sack, and they went to different pubs and drank and checked stuff out. But she didn't want to drive there and have to drive home. So she's like, hey, when you get off work, we're going to be done at like seven. Can you just come and pick me up? Well, I had like I got off work at four. 4.30. So I had like a couple hours to kill. So I went and watched uh, a matinee of John Wick 2 at the at the theaters in the Sunrise Mall. And then I went and picked her up and we had dinner. But yeah, so I've, I've done it. I don't have a problem with it. I just think, I think there's something about sharing that experience. Like I remember going and seeing uh, the last Mission Impossible movie on IMAX. And there's a couple of action sequences in that movie that will blow your mind. And I remember my son and I looking at each other going, oh shit, like, did you just see that? Like, there's something about that. Like, I don't ever worry about the people I go with talking too much or being loud. I kind of like that shared experience of laughing when someone else laughs, especially if you know them, or just be jumping and being scared together. Like, there's something about that. But yeah, no, going to the movies by yourself is fine. Like, I don't have a problem with it, but it's an angle I hadn't thought of. Like, there are probably a lot of people that are like, Man, Suicide Squad's not on the top of, uh, you know, my wife's list or my girlfriend's list. Uh, and it's on TV. Like, so why would I drive and spend the money? I just sit in my living room while she's out and watch it, you know? And I, that makes sense to me. Well, I said, uh, I said, um, I think I told you this when we watched Suicide Squad. My mom was, I took my mom and she was like, it's on HBO Max. Why don't we just watch it here? Yes. I was like, because I want to go to the theater. Yeah. Like, let's go, let's get out, let's go do something. And you were like, get in the car, I'm paying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so don't worry about Shut it. Shut up and eat your popcorn, woman. Yeah. <laughs> Mom. Also, I love you. Yes. But yeah, so no, I thought that was an angle. So that kind of feedback, that kind of uh, feedback, you know, gives us another angle, something we hadn't thought of, and now here we are talking about it. So shouts out to the, to the Mad Cyclone, man. I love it. I love it. And, uh, you know, while we're on the subject of movies, Savage. Yeah. Uh, two very epic trailers dropped for two very highly anticipated movies that will both be dropping uh, in Christmas, in December. Uh, one of those trailers is The Matrix Resurrections, which is the fourth Matrix movie. 
And the other trailer is for Spider-Man No Way Home, the third in the uh, Spider-Man series. Uh, for what's the young man's name who plays Spider-Man now? It's leaving my brain. Tom Holland. It's the third in the Tom Holland franchise of, of Spider-Man. So both of these trailers hit. Both of them just took the internet by storm. Like, man, I think uh, the Matrix 4 has had a, an incredible buildup. Like prior to the trailer dropping, I sent you the link to the website. They have a, a website like The Matrix is Real or something like that where you go onto the website and you can pick, it says pick the blue pill or the red pill. If you click on the red pill, you get a couple of scenes. If you click on the blue pill, you get a couple of different scenes from the movie, like very short, very just teaser oriented. But then at the end of both, it says full trailer coming in two days. Like, so I sent you that link because I know you and I are both Matrix fans. We're both on board for this, even though the second and the third Matrix didn't quite live up to the you know, didn't really live up at all to the to the groundbreaking effects and and just story of the first matrix but that trailer uh for the new one is uh it's phenomenal there's so much it's a great trailer gives you so much but it yet leaves you with more questions than answers and i feel like that's what this trailer did it gives you just enough where you can kind of figure out where the movie's going but at the same time, you're like, but what about this? And what about this? And what about that? And I feel like that's what this trailer did. I mean, it's clear, and, and you could tell me differently if you think, but it's been a long time since I've seen Matrix Revolutions, which was the third one. But Carrie Ann Moss's character, Trinity, died. She died in that one, right? And Neo was blinded. He's like, eyes burnt out. Eyes burned off, blinded. Carrie Ann Moss dies. Neo tries to save her and can't. She dies. He's blinded, eyes burned off, goes into the Matrix, fights Agent Smith, defeats Agent Smith, but is collapsed, like weakened from it. And then you just see the computers kind of taking him off and slowly taking him back somewhere. You don't know what they're going to do with him. Well, this trailer opens with Neo sitting in therapy. And it's Doogie Hauser as his therapist. What's it? Neil Patrick Harris. Naturally. His name ain't Doogie Hauser. It's Neil Patrick Harris. The guy's been acting for like 40 years since Doogie Hauser. He'll always be Doogie to me. But he's in therapy and he's telling the therapist that he's having these dreams that don't seem like dreams. They seem real. And is he crazy? And Neil Patrick Harris says, we don't use that word here. So to me, it looks like he's been reinserted into the Matrix and brain wiped. Like he doesn't remember being Neo. He doesn't remember what he had done his previous life. And now the people that are free are now coming to get him again and do the kind of the same thing, almost like a reboot. They're coming to bring him back into the Matrix, bring him out of the Matrix into the real world so he can help them fight the good fight. Like, I feel like that's the gist of this movie, the trailer. But at one point, he even runs into Trinity in the trailer. And they shake hands and he holds her hand for a prolonged moment. And she goes, do I know you? And Keanu looks confused like, I don't know. I feel like we should, but you know. Um, so there's a lot of questions because she should be dead. He should be blind. Now in the Matrix, he wouldn't be blind though. Because in the Matrix, you're whatever they want you to be. Like you could be anything you want in the Matrix. When you're in the program. But when he's out in the real world, like with the regular people, he should be blind still. And I didn't see any... Any shots of him with no eyes or anything like that? So I'm wondering if they're gonna have a way to explain around that. Um, how is Trinity alive? Because she, well, she, if 
if there's if there's one world where you can explain some abnormalities, yes, it's the Matrix. Yeah, well, absolutely. Probably even more than the Marvel universe. I think so. Because you're in you're you're talking about a computer program, and you're talking about like you know what's real, what's not real, what happened, what didn't happen, like. You and know. it's the future right. and it's artificial intelligence has taken over the world and so yeah maybe they fixed his eyes I, I don't know but I'll be very curious to find out why Trinity's alive because if she's in the matrix clearly she's alive somewhere plugged in being led to believe that she's in, in the real world when she's not and the same thing with Neo and I did you is it just me or do you think the guy that's trying to bring Neo back is I'm thinking that's Morpheus's son. He, I'm guessing there's going to be a connection. He looks an awful lot like more like the bald head, the glasses, like there's a strong resemblance. And I have heard that um oh geez, I'm blanking out on all these actors' names. I should have pulled up the cast. But the guy that played Morpheus is not in it. He's Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne is not in the movie. He is not, from what I hear. Um I don't think Agent Smith is either. So he died and is not coming back. Uh, I didn't see any of the like traditional looking agents in the trailer either. Like all the agents wore the like men in black suit, had the sunglasses. I didn't see that in the, it, but they just give you flashes for like brief flashes. But you do get a scene of Neo fighting what looks like the Morpheus' son's character. Like, I'm guessing, to me, I'm hoping it's Morpheus' son. I don't know. At the end of the third one, Morpheus' character had hooked up with Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, she was in that movie. I forget her character's name because I haven't, that's my least favorite Matrix movie. I haven't watched it in a long time. I'll probably brush up and watch it before it comes out. But so I'm hoping maybe they had a kid and he's taken up where his father left off and he's trying to bring Neo back. So, uh, Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss. Yes. Jada Pinkett Smith. She's back. Okay, she's in it. Uh, so, she could be playing the mom to this character that looks like Morpheus. Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. Is the name of the guy who looks like Morpheus, who looks like Lawrence. The character's name is Morpheus. It's the character's name is Morpheus. Mm -hmm. Really? So, Morpheus Jr. They're not putting a junior. It can't be. Well, I guess it could be Morpheus. Maybe something happened to Morpheus and he changed. I, Maybe that's what Morpheus wants to look like in the Matrix. <clears throat> so underneath these characters, yes, it's very interesting. So like it says, Yaya, Yaya Abdul Mateen II, Morpheus, and then like Carrie Ann Moss Trinity. And then it says Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> Is he playing himself? Hey, if you're gonna get a therapy. Get therapist, you got to get Doogie Howser, MD, right? He's a doctor. That's the same deal, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, it's it's uh, it's uh, the original trilogy was written by the Wachowski brothers. Yes. This is written by their daughter. No. It's not a daughter? No, here's the wife. thing. No, they transitioned. Both of them. They oh. are no longer the Wachowski brothers. They are now the Wachowski sisters. Mm. One sister has opted out. So it's just, is it Lana? Lana Wachowski, because I thought the same thing. Lana, yeah. I thought the same thing. I thought, oh, they got a daughter or they got a sister that's doing it. No. One of the brothers transitioned from male to female, and then the other brother a few years later did it. So they are no longer the Wachowski brothers. They are the Wachowski sisters, and only one had decided to come back to do the Matrix. I don't know which one's which, 
But yes, I thought the same thing until I read an article about uh, smart. They made the change, man. I thought I thought that too. Yeah. Um, both of them are now women. They are. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a whole nother movie right there. They could probably make a movie about what those two went through in Hollywood trying to deal with that. They'd probably win awards because that's what's what are the odds that you and your brother both feel like you need to be women? Like, that's just crazy to me. Like, what are the odds that one does it? And then three years later, you go, you know what? My brother was on to something. I think I should be a lady, too. And then you continue to have a career and, and th- you're making we this is going to be one of the biggest movies of whatever any i'm surprised they're letting hbo max have it they're saying that it's coming out on 1222 on theaters and hbo max i wouldn't be surprised for a minute if they pull that at the last minute and go, yeah, yeah. i think it's because they have a contract yeah they do because that contract they, they purposely know. bumped john wick 4 until later because it was supposed to be back they were supposed to go back to back they've bumped john wick 4 until much later into the next into 2022 so that it's going to be straight because I am shocked that they're not fighting that and fighting because man, that's going to, that would make all uh, 70 million easy, whatever weekend that drops. That'll that's, there's going to be a lot of anticipation for that. I foresee it being a massive hit, but well, so that dropped, it was a big deal. Yeah. Like when something like that drops the trailer, Yes. right. It immediately like all of a sudden, like gets shared all over the world. Right. So like, I saw it, heard about it. I sent it to you. I sent it to you, to another buddy. And before I could even send it to a couple other people, they had already sent it to me. Right. Like, that's yeah, how yeah. fast it travels. Yeah, yeah. You know, so big deal. Oh, huge deal, man. I, it, Pumped me up. The first one is 1999. Oh, uh, the first Matrix? Yes. I, I want to say it's 99. I could be mistaken. Um, so to think that here we are in 2021 getting a fourth matrix and that Keanu is just enough of a stud to pull it off. Like, like he's, he's physically fit. Like the stuff that he does for those John wick movies, the training, whether it be with the guns, whether it be the Aikido, the wrestling, he so throws himself into it that I imagine that this may, he was probably ready for this matrix after three John wicks and a fourth that they're working on. He was probably like, yeah, no problem, man. I got this. You want me to do a little kung fu? That's nothing. I'm all over it. So yeah, to, I, I never thought that when they were done with that trilogy, I got to be honest, I didn't think we'd get another one. Because they talked about rebooting it, uh, bringing in different actors, telling a different story. Like They were talking about going forward into the storyline, but with all new characters. So the fact that we got Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss back and we're continuing this storyline... I'm absolutely ecstatic because I don't feel like they did Neo's character justice in the second and third one. Like, it was I for- kind of a letdown. I forgot about this. Yeah. They released Matrix 2 and 3 at the same time. They filmed them back to back. Yeah. And they released them all in both in 03. Yeah. Same year. Yep. Yeah. I forgot about that. It um, There was a long gap because after the first one, they, they intended it. And it was it to, 99, by the way. Yeah. They intended it to be a trilogy. And then Keanu Reeves had some, I, I want to say, uh, he... I think his wife had a miscarriage and they lost a baby and then shortly after his wife had passed as well so he went through some like traumatic stuff and he had to take a break he took he stepped away from movies for a long time so the matrix that's why you go from 99 to 2003 because from 99 through 2002 he was just dealing with life so and i think that kind of may have hurt the momentum of those movies a bit because i think then they went back to the drawing board with the story and uh, it just 
it's a little those second and third are disjointed i think they feel rushed the stories aren't great um there's some great action sequences uh, some good special effects not as groundbreaking as the first but just overall not not great so i'm stoked that we're gonna get i hope that we get to do these characters justice and wrap it up nice with a nice bow you know what i'm saying like, mm-hmm. let's close it out and close it out strong for these characters it's great characters man Speaking of great characters, the Spider-Man trailer also came out. Oh man, I'm so excited! My, the the inner the inner sixth grader in me is jumping for joy, man. Like mm-hmm. this trailer makes me so excited and so happy because I did I grew up on Spider-Man. I read the comics, and we've talked about this. I've watched the cartoons, so I've been waiting on this trailer. And I know they premiered it somewhere at a con, somewhere or something, and then it, after that, it comes out on the internet. Um, and this one has me so excited because uh you know they've been talking forever that we were going to get a multiverse uh, uh you know we were going to get andrew garfield and we were going to get toby mcguire that's been the rumor now since they announced they were making a third one you know they had that split for a while where sony wasn't playing with marvel anymore and they were going to take spider-man back well the moment they kissed and made up and we got spider-man back in the M- D- mceu the moment they got him back this was the rumor that we were getting a, 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 a multiverse where all the Spider-Man were going to take place in it. All the villains from the other Spider-Man movies were going to pop up. That's been the rumor for some a year now, over a year, a couple years almost now. Um, and the trailer kind of confirms that. You see the Dr. Octopus from the Tobey Maguire movies. You see a pumpkin bomb come in, tink, 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 and then blow up. Which leads you to believe that the Green Goblin is coming. So there's a chance that we get Dr. Octopus and we could get the Green Goblin, both from the Tobey Maguire universe. Uh, you see a lightning strike at one point, which means, which a lot of people are speculating that's Electro, mm-hmm. which was the Jamie Foxx character from the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. So there's your connection to those. Um, and I mean, I just think the trailer's phenomenal. I love the fact they're picking right up. Uh, you know, Peter's in trouble. He's been outed by Mysterio and everyone knows his identity, right? And and now he's on trial because everybody thinks he killed Mysterio and that he's guilty for everything that happened. No one knows Mysterio did it. So he's now trying to prove his innocence and his life is miserable as Peter Parker's life usually is. He's He has it tough in the, in the world, you know? Um, and it's just about him trying to set things right. And he goes to Doctor Strange. And ask them to reverse it and make everyone forget. And they lead you to believe that by them doing that, they vote they open up they open up the multiverse and let all these other alternate Spider-Mans come in. So I mean, yeah, take my money, dude. I am so on board for that. My favorite thing about big trailers like this is there's yeah. little Easter eggs and yes. then like Sometimes you think you know what they mean. Sometimes you don't know what they mean. Right. And like the internet and the world goes crazy. Yeah, they dig and find them. There's people much more dedicated than you and I. Oh, yeah. That spend hours. I got to go to work, dude. Yeah, I know. There's a guy I watched a video the other day. He's like, I slowed the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer down to half its normal speed. And I watched it 52 times. And here's what I can tell you. And he dissects it like, and I'm just like, whoa, dude. Do you not have a job? Like, yeah. I got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, we need. can you come in early today? Can't do it. Spider-Man trailer drop. Yeah. I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, I'm going to need a week off. I'm watching it at two-tenths the speed. Yeah. 
But like, there's people who are saying that's not really Doctor Strange. Ah, interesting. Because Doctor Strange would not compromise the universe. Okay. Like that. Got people you. think it's Mysterio. Oh, you know, Mysterio is tricky. He has faked his death in uh, in Marvel Comics, and he comes back. A lot of people believed he was really dead in that first one, but that could very well be that he it could be, yeah. And, Miss, and and Doctor Strange, although it's being played by Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. Doctor Strange would never alter the timeline like that. Like, he wouldn't do it. Especially yep. for Spider-Man, so that people forget. Yeah, because Wong, Wong is there. Right. And says, don't do it. There's too many grave consequences as he's packing a bag and going somewhere. And you got to wonder, is he going to work with uh, Shang-Chi? Right. That's what a lot of people are saying, too. Like, he's off to go help Shang-Chi out. That's where he's going. And uh, so he leaves Doctor Strange and Peter alone. Because, yeah, he says that, don't do it. And he goes, you're right, I won't. And then he winks. And I remember thinking in the trailer... Does Doctor Strange wink like does he does he give the like little like I won't you know like right. wink like that's not his style. But prior to that when he's like look we saved half the world you don't have to call me sir. And he goes okay Steven. And he goes that's odd but I'll allow it. That's a great line. I love that. And that does seem like something Doctor Strange might say. So yeah, I like that theory. That's very possible like you know what that theory makes me think? Yes. What if yeah, yeah. What if? There's also a scene though where Peter goes to sling his web, and he jumps off of a building, and his powers don't work, and he's falling. And then you see Doctor Strange swoop down and grab him and save him. So if that's Mysterio, is Mysterio still trying to keep the uh, illusion going? Wouldn't you just let him fall and die? Like why? By creating this crazy universe. And does Mysterio have the power to conjure up a spell? He's not a magician. He's not a wizard. or It's not wizard. That's Harry Potter. He's not a sorcerer supreme. He was a special of visual effects, special effects artist. So would he be even able to conjure that spell? Like, these are all great questions, man. Like, uh, uh, But the one thing I really wanted to say before we move on to the what if, I, I know you're alluding to what if, uh, a lot of people are saying that in the scene where he's in the where he's saying I didn't kill Mysterio the drones did and the guy goes but those are your drones you see a hand slap down a big pile of paperwork and it's a white shirt with the sleeves rolled up and you see a tie and a lot of people are saying that's our boy Matt Murdock aka the Daredevil showing up to represent Peter in court and be his lawyer and if that's the case, come on, man! I want that so bad. So I'm just so excited. His microphone just fell over. Like that's how good. Cause I, I, dude, to me, this is fine. Yeah, you're okay. You're fixing that. Let, let me just ask you this, and we'll move on to the what if. We've seen a lot of Marvel television shows now. Yeah, we have. We've seen. We're we're five episodes into what if now. Mm-hmm. We've seen. We've seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. We've seen WandaVision. Yeah. And we've now had a season of Loki. Yeah. Is there still any better Marvel show than Daredevil? Um, for me, personally, um, Daredevil and the Punisher were better than anything oh, that, that, yeah. that, that Disney Plus has done. Disney Plus, like, they're all, like... I would watch all of them again. Sure, oh, they're of all great. To they're me. all great, right? Like, um, 
the first we talked about this the first season of luke cage i thought was great yes um the second one kind of got a little yeah yeah whatever i didn't even finish it yeah the first season jessica jones i liked the first season jessica jones had the best marvel villain i've seen anywhere okay i didn't watch that one so it's I'm not, I'm um and then um but daredevil to me was by far not even close the best three season like I was legitimately butthurt when it was getting canceled. Yeah, it's so good, man. And, and Charlie Cox, the guy that plays uh, his uh, partner, the lawyer partner. I want to call yeah. him Bucky, but it's not. Yeah, Bucky. it's not. It's, but yeah, it's Buffy or yeah, he's got Bugsy a, or, he's got a nickname. I can't remember now. The whole cast was phenomenal. Yeah. The writing was phenomenal. The fight scenes. You want to talk about some of the best fight scenes in a Marvel movie, the or TV show in the Marvel universe. That hallway sequence that's all filmed in one shot where he walks through the hallway and he's fighting guys and going into rooms and kicking people through doors, that's phenomenal. But I know how much you loved that and I wanted to get your take on that because if he shows up in this Spider-Man No Way Home movie, please God, to all the movie gods out there, superhero Marvel movie gods out there, please let that happen. Because the rumor is he's supposed to pop up there and then he's going to pop up in a couple of other um, Marvel TV shows, like She-Hulk. And there's another one. I, I think I want to say he's supposed to pop up in uh, Hawkeye, maybe as well. And then I don't know if his own movie or another Avengers movie down the line. Like, there's some people that you get just like characters and you love them. Yeah. Right. And you get like you just fall in love with the character, right? Yeah. I thought Charlie Cox was fantastic. Dude, he's Daredevil. so good. Karen Page was great. Oh, phenomenal. Foggy. Foggy, that's it, yes. Right? That actor's great. Uh, Vincent D'Onfrio, oh, who dude. plays Kingpin. Best Kingpin. AKA King Wilson Fisk. Ever. Phenomenal. Rumor is he's, he's coming, coming back. He's coming yes. back, for sure. Yeah, right? Uh, I didn't know how I would feel about Frank Cas John Bern Bernthal being Frank Castle. I thought he's a great Punisher. He's the best Punisher so far he's, ever. Yeah. So, they haven't done the Punisher right yet until that. And I didn't finish the show. Show was a little slow for me, but I, he was good. It wasn't his fault. I, I could tell he was killing it. And his Daredevil in his Punisher in the Daredevil was amazing. Like that's where they first introduced him. So for me, Daredevil wasn't just a great Marvel show. That brought me back into watching episodic television, period. I'm not a TV guy, I'm a movie guy. Uh -huh. But I kept hearing about Daredevil and I watched it and I couldn't stop watching it. That and The Defenders, some of the best TV I've seen in years. Like, So I would put that on the next level of not just a great superhero show, it's just a great TV show, period, uh -huh. period. I don't think you have to love superheroes. That was super dark. That's the big thing that Disney's wrestling with from what I hear is that how do you make Daredevil PG-13? Because D Disney doesn't do R. They don't do these movies in R. So a lot of people are like, we've got to find a way to make this translate. So that's why he's going to pop up in other people's stuff, because I think it's easier for them to do that. If they give him his own solo experience right out the gate, I think they're wrestling with how to make that work. But if he pops up as a lawyer for Peter or somebody that's just helping out She-Hulk on occasions or whatever, you know, working side by side with... with uh, with Hawkeye for a moment, maybe in an episode, that's different. But to give him his own solo vehicle, it's so dark, dude. That's what made it work. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm on board for The Matrix 4 and Spider-Man No Way Home. The trailers were incredible. Uh, come on December. Like, uh, not because, uh, and I love Christmas, but both of the, the, the question isn't, 
will I see those movies is which one am I going to see first? Mm. That's going to be tough. If Murdoch, if, if I hear for sure that Murdoch is in Spider-Man, I think Spider-Man's first and then matrix right after. But I don't think I, I got to, I, I don't want to get spoiled on that. Like, uh, dude, that's, that's it for me. That's next level, right? That's my two favorites, Spider-Man and Daredevil, man. That's putting them, putting them all in one. I, let's go. I tell you what I need is I need I need Daredevil Charlie Cox's Daredevil back in my life. Yes, hundred percent. I'm not going to argue with that. It's been way too long, dude. I, I that was the highlights of my evening. I, I had to watch that slow because I knew it only had three seasons. I took my time with it because I didn't want it to be over. It was so good. But yeah, man. So I'm stoked for both of those movies. Uh, which brings us, you know, speaking of Marvel, speaking of, uh, we've got uh, since the last time we recorded, there's been three new episodes of What If. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've really thoroughly enjoyed them. Um, what were your thoughts, man, on the last three? I liked them. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we're done. Check it out. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's start three episodes ago. Yes. That was the, um, the, so episode, so the first episode was Captain Carter. Second episode was T'Challa as Star-Lord. So episode, we did those, we reviewed those. So episode three is the... Um, the murder mystery. Someone is slowly picking off each one of the Avengers before Nick Fury can form the team. Right. So it's like a murder mystery. Like they've got to figure out who's doing this and stop them before it happens. But in the process of trying to stop them, here comes Loki because one of the Avengers that gets murdered is Thor. So Loki's coming to avenge his brother and hey, while I'm here, I'm going to take over the earth. Right. So it's this, you've got this classic Loki. Yeah, dude, it's so good. That episode was fucking amazing, man. Pardon my language, but damn it, dude. I was on the edge of my seat. I was trying to. You don't have to pardon your language anymore. I said titties three times last last episode. This is true. This is true. I was on the edge of my seat waiting to find out who it was and how they were picking off these Avengers. I mean, they took out Hawkeye, they took out Thor. They took out the Hulk, which was insane. The way they killed the Hulk, the way they inserted something into him that caused him to just his explode. He exploded, which was pretty hardcore for a cartoon, man. Uh-huh. But uh, the reveal of who it was and how they were doing it was so smart. Um, and the fact that Sam Jackson, or no, it's, it's, it's Sam Jackson doing the voice. The fact that Nick Fury was able to convince Loki to help him stop the murderer. And then Loki turns around and then make a deal to like, Hey, I'll help you get the person that killed your brother, but then you got to go. And I love the fact that Loki, like you said, classic Loki, Loki helps him stop the guy that's murdering all the Avengers. And then goes, uh, you know about that basically like now I'm going to take over the world anyway. Thanks. Like basically like, yeah, I helped you, but now I ain't leaving. Like, right. But dude, so dark. Like the first two episodes were kind of lighthearted, like sweet and funny. Like the T'Challa one was very nice. Like T'Challa's changed the world and was helping people. And Captain Carter was in love with, you know, Steve and out making a better way for women. Like in that era, like they were kind of funny and sweet, but not dude, this, the next three have just gotten darker and darker, still funny, still funny, lighthearted moments, but I like the dark. I like it much better. I think the last three episodes, to me, blow away the first two. And the first two are great. But these last three, I've been like 
biting my nails on the edge of my seat. Like, what the hell? Like, I feel like we're we're certainly in an upward trend. Yes. From where the, I, I thought the first one was good. Yeah. And I thought that it was, you know, it didn't blow me away, but no, yeah. it, was, it was good. Like yeah. I was entertained. I wasn't like yeah, oh, this, yeah. uh, 15 minutes left. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. I, yeah. I was entertained. Uh, the second one was better. Yes, me. it was. And then we've just kind of, you know, this, so then we, we, we saw episode three, which was, as you said, that we're just in this weird universe. Like all of a sudden, like these pre before the Avengers are the Avengers in this universe that we know. Yes. Because we saw the movies. They brilliantly tie in yeah. all the movies and the moments from the movies that you go, I remember that scene, so, but it's so, different. So there's that scene where they've built a compound around Thor's hammer that's in the ground from right. Thor. Right. And it's in Cartoon Land. Yes. And Thor's coming to get it, you know? And then they've got, uh, you know, Agent Coulson with his voice, the real yes. Agent Coulson. Yes, all, it's all and their voices. It, right, and it's yeah. all their voices. Um, and you know, and, and, and there's like funny parts about how like, how Thor's dead, but he like, he smells amazing. Yes. And, you know, like yes. little things like that. And it's still, and that's the way they manage it. It's like dark. These Avengers are all getting killed in like horrific ways, one by one being picked off. They never know when their number's up or they're next. And it's down to the wire to try to figure out who's doing it. And then when you figure out who's doing it, when there's the big reveal, and I guess, do we need to spoil it? We don't really need to if people haven't no, seen it. we don't need to spoil it. Um, yeah, it's it's great. Like, I didn't see it coming. Like, it's so dark. And then it just gets darker. So that was episode three. Episode four is what if... I think episode four is very dark. Oh, dude, yeah, there was nothing funny in that episode. Like, they manage in three and five, it's dark, but they find funny things. Four is just dark. That's what if Stephen Strange didn't break his hands in the car accident? What if instead he lost his heart, meaning his girlfriend died in the accident? And he's so distraught and so heartbroken, he goes to any length he can. He uses the time stone to go back in time and try to stop her from dying. But he figures out, that much to his dismay, no matter what he does, she dies. If she drives, he still dies. If he drives, she dies. If he says, let's not go to the party, let's just go out to dinner, the restaurant blows up. If he stiffs her, if he doesn't show up for the date, like he doesn't show up at all and just stands her up, then her apartment building has a fire and she dies. Like it's really dark, like, and he's just going insane trying to figure out how to keep her alive so he can have her back in his life. So he goes to become a wizard, or I keep saying wizard, sorcerer, he goes to get these powers and, and you know, use instead of using them to fight crime, he wants to bring her back. And he starts to go insane and he starts to do things that aren't appropriate in order to get her. Like, right. And what ends up, there's consequences that really fuck the whole world up. Like, and the way it ends, you're like, oh, oh, that's pretty much it. It's over. Like, there's no, that's the thing about episode three and five is they end leaving you wanting more. Episodes three and five, I'm so sorry that they're only one-offs. I want to know what happens next. Like, no, 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 no. Can we continue the story? Episode three, the way episode three left you hanging and showing you that, okay, here's what's going to happen now. The way it ended, I was like, please give me another episode of that or make a comic book. I would read the hell out of that. I want to know what happens. And the same thing with five. Right. Five was the walking dead meets the Avengers, man. So my take on four real quick. Yeah insanely dark oh dude it was almost scary yes especially what 
Doctor Strange became at the end when he basically started taking the powers of the other things that he needed to be all yeah. being to create and to he undo an absolute conjuring other characters and then stealing their power and he started to become this monster that like but he needed that power in order to bring his woman back to, to life. undo an absolute yeah yes yeah and the, and it's the only time so far in the series that the watcher has spoken right I love how Doctor Strange can feel the Watcher's presence and he knows he's there. And then finally at the end, he talks to him. And Strange is begging him for help. Like, I screwed up. Please fix this. And he's like, nope, I'm the Watcher. I just watch. I told you. <laughs> you know, like basically. I don't have to tell you about it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it ends. That one ends on a downer note. Like, you're like, whoa. Like, my God, dude. Like, but so good. Mm -hmm. I like it because you don't get dark Marvel. Right. That's usually DC territory. These cartoons have like added a dark element. Like one of my favorite Marvel movies is uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier because it's a little more on the dark side. I like mm -hmm. I like it. These are way darker than that. Way darker. And then the fifth episode was The Walking Dead, like you said. Basically, the Avengers become zombies. Yeah, yes. Because this in this world, in this universe when they went to get um hank pym went to get his wife out of the quantum realm she had uh unfortunately contracted at like a quantum realm disease which is basically turned her into a zombie so when they bring her back she's infected and then she affects the world and of course the avengers show up to fight the zombies and then they become affected which is what really changes the tide because they're like well the avengers are super people so you got super zombies now. Not not only do you got to worry about regular zombies, but you got super zombies that you got to deal with. And we're following the remaining Avengers who have prevented themselves from being zombified. And I love the fact that they they made no qualms in stealing things from other zombie movies. Like it had a very Walking Dead feel. Like when they're holed up in the compound, which is like a prison where uh, where they find Vision. He's held up. And almost like, like it felt like that prison in the in the Walking Dead where mm -hmm. he held up, and then you got Peter at the beginning, who's talking into a camera and making a movie about how to survive as a zombie apocalypse. Total uh, zombie land, zombie land, big time nod to that. And I think that's there's been so much zombie stuff that most zombie movies are always a tip of the hat to whatever's already been ahead. So I love the fact that they do that, and they're not unapologetic about it. They're just like, yeah, yeah, this is what we're gonna do, like. And it's so good. It's so well done. You're rooting for, you still love Peter the whole time. He's so optimistic, even though everyone's died. Aunt May's dead. Everyone's become zombies and died. He's still got this optimism and this spirit. Like, you're just rooting for him the whole time. But that one is funny. It doesn't There's have, a lot. Of, it, it's, yeah. it's dark and also, like, not too dark, but, like, you know, there's a bunch of Walking Dead people around, so it's funny, Dark. Yeah. Um, but it's it's. I think it's funny because they do incorporate a lot of basic n things that are known in the zombie world. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether you watch Walking Dead, whether you've seen Zombieland, whether you know what I mean. Yeah. And then you combine that with just the way that Peter Parker is. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's really, it's entertaining. Like it was by far for me, it was the best episode yet. Yeah. I, I thought five was great. Another one, dude, where they could have carried the story on. I'd kill to see what happens next. I think I was talking to OU Nasty and we were like, we want a whole season of that. Yeah. I want a season of all just 
<laughs> Marvel zombies. Oh my God, dude. When they're on the train and they hear the footsteps on the top of the train and Bucky, the Winter Soldier's in the train and you just see a figure in the fog and he goes, hey, Cap, how's it going? Like, And he knows it's Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and at one point, Falcon is coming in to kill Bucky. Bucky has some great moments. And uh, the Dormelajo from, from Wakanda, their main guard, the young lady's name, I can't remember right. her name, saves him and kills the Falcon. And she goes, I'm sorry. I know he was your friend. And he goes, I should feel bad, but I, I don't. don't. Yeah, it was so good, man. And come on, Ant-Man, just the head, making the dad jokes. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he was so funny. Paul Rudd was so funny. So he, Paul Rudd's the best anyway. I love that guy so much. He uh, took it to another level in that. Like, the fact that he would still be cracking jokes at upbeat when he's just a head in a jar. Like, literally, like, so good, man. And, you know, he had been zombified, and they found a way to save him, but they could only preserve the head. Like, amazing. Also dark that he kept Black Panther alive to feed Wanda. Yeah, and Black Panther didn't have an arm. Right. Like, you catch that. Like, yeah, like, yeah, because, yeah, not to spoil too much, but Wanda's a, Wanda's a, a zombie in there. And Vision loves her and doesn't want her to die. So, I mean, that's, the, yeah. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> hate when that happens. If I had a nickel. Yeah, for, for every time your girl became a zombie. Yeah, and I had to, you know, keep someone in the back to keep feeding her. You yeah. Know? You don't want to piss her off. You know? Oh, and the way that, oh, I don't want to spoil the ending, but the way that one ends, man, dude. I mean, crazy. Like, oh, I, I want to see that story. Me and uh, OU Nasty had a, um, a a pretty good discussion about um, the Wasp. Yes. What? Hope. Hope. Yeah. Like, what's the best? Like, you we knew she was gonna turn. Yes. Is yeah. it better to have her big and just unreal than small? Because if she goes small, then you're not going to be able to get catch her or find her or see her, right? Right. She's yeah. going to go around biting people. Yeah. I like think the oversize is better, right? Because at least you know where she's at. Right. Yes. Yeah, because that's how they were zombifying. So the, the Avengers, when they show you, when the Ven- Avengers show up, Cap's the first one and he gets bit <clears throat> by little little Hank Pym. Right. Or, or I don't know if it's Hank Pym or the wife. The wife. Yeah, the wife, because I think she killed Hank or she zombified him. But, yeah, you see him get bit. You know it's on from that point. Yeah, that was what made the murder mystery one so good, was you didn't know who was doing it. Like, Hope is very prominent in the fifth, the the fourth episode. and Excuse me. Yeah, the fourth and the sixth episode both have the Ant-Man characters are very prominent in both those episodes. And right. for great reasons. Mm-hmm. Like. I just, yeah, my hat's off. I didn't really expect to like this show that much. I was like, cartoon, eh. Because I've tried to get into the Star Wars cartoons. I tried to go back and watch, like, Rebels and, and I don't even remember the names of the other ones now. There's so many. I tried. But I don't feel like the animation is that great in those. Um, Clone Wars. I tried to watch the Clone Wars. I feel like the animation's a bit on the cheesy side, and I don't. The stories and the characters don't really do it for me. I'm not immersed in that world. I'm immersed in the old Star Wars. If they made a cartoon with Luke Skywalker and Han Solo, I'd probably be all over it. I'm just not immersed in the new Star Wars enough to care. So when this came out, I was like, I don't know. Probably not going to feel it. Like, you know, one-off stories, what if, you know. All right. And the first episode was good. Like you said, second episode, better. 
So I was like, okay, yeah, this is kind of what I expected. And then three, four, and five. Goddamn. I love it now, dude. Now I'm like, is it Wednesday? Is right. it Wednesday yet? Let's go. Let's do this, dude. Like, I really liked three. I thought it was really good. When all of a sudden, like, what's going on, you know? Yes. And especially, I a think. A Marvel murder mystery. And, and I think this is what, like, I'll be honest. The, f the only problem I had with the first one is, like, oh, so now, you know, what is she, England? Yeah, she, well, and it, all it was was the Captain America movie. They just switched characters. It wasn't right. different enough. Right. The what if wasn't different enough. I think two is same thing, switch yeah. characters, but it was interesting. They changed the whole world by yeah. switching. The world didn't change that much in Captain Carter. Right. It was still Nazis and fighting the Red Skull and... And, all right. It's just her doing it now. Yeah, and, of, yeah. Okay, so he and Steve has a bot. Steve became Iron Man. That basically it. Like other than that, it wasn't that different. Yeah. Two total different world. Yeah, because he was nice. Yeah. He wasn't. You know, Chris Pratt's character is kind of an a, a hole a little bit. Like he's self indulged. So, whereas T'Challa would want to change the world because he's a good man and right. he's a king. He's royalty, right? right? Mm -hmm. So, a good king. So yeah, better like you said. But yeah, then boy. What a 360. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what they do next. Well, I can tell you this. We've got four more episodes. Mm. September 15th, 22nd, 29th, and then October 6th. Okay. I've left. So. Uh, and the nice thing about this show is I think if it does well enough, we're guaranteed more seasons. I, mm -hmm. think. I would think. I'd be shocked if they could do this forever right i mean i think I'd well i mean if, yeah. if you're talking about this like the options are unlimited right what if that's the thing you can do whatever you want like right? yeah they could go back to captain america and do what if uh you know steve was an asshole and became captain america and turned into a jerk like you know like i said what if they uh turned steve into the winter soldier i thought would have been a great would have been a much better twist on that first episode like to have him become the winter soldier and be turned evil like oh i'd love to see what happens if cap turns bad i got one for you yeah what if uncle ben never died and the radioactive spider bit kingpin oh shit i'd be crazy yeah what if the, the radioactive spider bit a bad guy yeah an evil spider-man yeah that'd that's that's it man i mean the possibilities are endless they could go on and on and on just from and they're they're just doing it within the marvel film universe so they're just taking the stories that we're familiar with from the movies and putting twists on them and there's enough movies now 13 years worth of movies right so and they're going to continue to make movies so they could do this for a long long time and i'm good with it mm -hmm. i'm okay with it sign me up disney plus when the subscription runs out i'm gonna ante up the only hey. The only alternate universe outside of Marvel that I would like to know some what if questions to yeah. would be the Golden Girls universe. <laughs> okay. Like the Golden Girls what if series, like I'm in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So many options. Interesting. Right? <laughs> yeah. What if Blanche wasn't a hoe? You know? Yes. What right, if? Well, you know, yeah. There you go. That's uh, something to think about. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. Pop, pop, pop. Travel down the road and back again. Back again. Your heart is true. Mm. You're a pal and a confidant. Oh, man. The Golden Girls. Used to watch that with my grandma, man. And if you threw a party, uh -huh. invited everyone you knew. You could see what? You would see the biggest gift actually is from me. 
Because and the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. Uh. This week on What If Golden Girls. <laughs> what was the what was the, the mom, the old lady that was the mom? Sophia. Sophia. What if Sophia was a zombie? What if Sophia was nice? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. What if Sophia was a nice zombie? Hey, what if Betty White was the bitch? Oh, I don't think that's possible. Betty White's a national treasure. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. Yeah, she's still alive. She's got to be 100 at this at point. At least. She's close if she's not. Well, so if you haven't checked out the what ifs, I hope you oh. check them out soon. Like well we said, it. one is good, and they just ramp up getting better each each week. We're yes. on episode five. By the time you guys hear this, we're going to be uh, two more episodes in. Yes. So by the time we get a chance to talk again, we'll 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 getting very close to the end of the what if season. Right. So uh, it's been good. It's getting better, and uh, really looking forward to it. Also, Matrix in December, Spider Man in December. And uh, we also have got no, uh, the Eternals in November, mm-hmm. uh, like we like we talked about during the um, Shang Chi episode. Maybe those are connected. Yes, I'm sure we'll find out a little bit more as it gets closer to November. Um, maybe we won't, but we, I know that when November gets here, we're going to talk about it. And we don't blow a lot of smoke up DC's ass very much, but DC has the Flashpoint movie coming out mm-hmm. where we're supposed to get Michael Keaton as Batman. reprising his role as an older grizzled Batman. So another kind of a multiverse type where we're going to see Ben Affleck's Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman, all revolving around the story with the flash and time travel. So I don't know the exact dates on that one, but I know they're filming and I I Mm -hmm. know it should be close. Uh, Quarantine and and COVID slowed it down, but I'm also excited for that just to put a little DC love out into the universe. Um, I, I can't wait to see Michael Keaton Don the cape and cowl again. Like, uh, that's 1988 all over again. That's my childhood. Yes, sir. I remember waiting in line at the Jackson Cinema, never seeing a line at our Jackson Cinema until that movie. And the line went out the door, dude. So I was stoked. I'm stoked for that, too. So just to give DC a little love, I thought I'd throw that out there, Matt. Well, thanks for throwing it out. Absolutely. It's what I'm here for, dude. I keep it going. Man. Uh, So thanks for listening. Yes. Let us know if you're looking forward to these movies as much as we are. You guys know about any other movies that are coming out that we forgot to talk about? Let us know. Please. Drop a comment. Yes. On any of the socials. Slide in my DMs if you like. (laughs) Slide on in. Woo! Yes. To savages. I'm married. So we don't want to go there. It's dangerous. If you're in my DMs. (laughs) And you invited everyone you knew. Oh, I would boy. block most of you ugly mother... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hello. Sorry. That's a whole other episode. All right. You ready for me to get us out of here, my dude? <sighs> yes, sir. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Okay, bye. Thanks for being a friend. Mm.